Adding Colo Health's premium liquid marine collagen supplement to our diet has really helped us over the past year. We've both seen a real improvement in a reduction of fine lines. Our hair is shinier and our nails are definitely stronger. Joint aches in fingers are reduced and recovery from exercise is far better. Even our husbands use it. You can get your first month for £40, that's 33% off, until March the 6th using our code Two Women Chatting online at colohealth.com. I think it's never too late. You know, it's about finding something that you enjoy when it comes to exercise and activity and putting that into your life. And it's important that we keep our muscles strong. This is the biggest thing that I've learned as we age is just how our muscle strength just goes. That's sort of like a real area that I've you know, made sure that I've done more of. Welcome to Two Women Chatting. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. How's your new year going? Well, it's my big year this year. I know. I can't believe it, really. Obviously, I don't look it. No, she does not look 60. Well, she, I do. No, you, I don't, you I, do I, not. I said I do on that, you know. Oh, I look, look my, my age. age. Well, I didn't even get that right, did I? I forgot <laughs> my age. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, 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 it, it's definitely something. I think when you turn 50, you, you, you think about things. When you turn to 60, you definitely do. As Anthea Turner said, you know, you, you do think about things like that. Well, yeah, your body has changed. I mean, our yeah. body is supposed to work for so long and really we just need to really, it's got to be a, an oiled machine. We've got to give it MOTs to make sure that it can last us until, you know, we leave this mortal coil, as yeah. it were. And I think that's what I have been doing the last year or so, looking after myself much more. Uh, doing, I wish I'd done it before. Yeah, but doing this podcast has made me so much more aware of things that help me make me feel less achy, you know, like the supplements we take, like collagen and and the walking outside for our gut health and the vitamin D we get from the sun. I mean, I, I guess I knew a lot of that stuff, but I didn't act on it. You didn't act because it didn't really resonate. You didn't. You, went, you knew you were supposed to do it, but the more people we talk to, they tell us to do it. And you go, oh, actually, we should be doing it. There's a reason it, for that. Well, there is totally, and I, I do believe in what these experts are telling us, but also I have got a bit more time. Because I'm not, you know, looking after the kids all the time, because I'm an empty nester, I do have a bit more time to prioritise myself mm. and, you know, make sure that I don't go to bed at crazy hours. Well, I do. Actually, last night was a bad oh, night. God. Oh, oh so my was gosh. That. Oh, God, an awful night's sleep. Dear me, I feel so rubbish today. You know, for ages I've been having, there's even been nine nines in my, not like 19 nine. minutes, but there's like, I've had almost nine hours occasionally, unheard of unheard of I feel so good but then last night so James was away and I don't know I just got the because it's dark nights it's mm. um and for some reason I just got really anxious. Uh, yeah really mm. uh, my anxiety levels were quite high for some reason and I put the alarm on and then I couldn't sleep because I was so worried I would forget to turn the alarm off when I came out the bedroom in the morning and then I'd... Oh, that really is anxious. Yeah, I was just like going around in an anxiety loop over and over again. And then, okay, wait for this, I was lying in bed and I honestly felt this whoosh of air across me and I thought, I don't know whether I dare open my eyes. I feel really nervous now. And then, and then, dear reader, <laughs> then the shower went on. Oh, You've been watching too many horror films. No, but I mean, not like a full-on shower. A drip. But it it was more than a drip. It was like, am I imagining this? So it's drip, 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 and lots of drips. And I, I'm kind of lazy when James is away. <laughs> I, maybe 
forgot my shower that day. Maybe, maybe I stayed in pajamas most of the day. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do that. But anyway, I thought I've got to get up. I've got to try and switch this off. Okay, so it was properly dripping. There was water all over the floor. And I, I couldn't, it's, I don't have like a screen, it's a button one, so I couldn't mm. turn it off. Like, all right, well, I'll take some CBD. So that's mm. another thing I do. So mm. I took a, a CBD gummy and I thought, I'm just going to try and get to sleep. It's going to be fine. And eventually I did. And then in the morning, you know, I'd had so little sleep, like a couple of hours or something. So I go into the bathroom. It is dry as a bone in the shower stall. So you weren't dreaming it? I was not. No, I absolutely was not. I turned the lights on. I, I, you you? It was weird, Liz. Mm. It was weird. Anyway, why did you sleep badly? I ate too late. Oh, that's a killer, yeah, isn't it? I've been, re- been really good. I mean, I've been sleeping so much better. Do you know, a good night's sleep, I've forgotten what it's like. Yeah. But, you know, menopause and all that stuff they say, but, oh, my God, whatever it is, I really have been struggling with sleep until quite recently. Now, oh, but not last night. That was, and I realised what it is. I didn't go for a walk. And... We had a curry really late mm. and I had a few glasses to wine too many. <laughs> so I think, you know, one, because they do say that you can go to sleep straight away, but then it wakes you up and wakes you up and wakes you up. And I had that, you know, that three o'clock chatter in your brain. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, yes. And it's the sugar kind of, it's, 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 it's a sugar high or a sugar dip. It's, it's because you've drunk wine or alcohol the night before and then and, it goes through your system and then like, oh, hello. Yeah, everybody. I think it's the, it goes up, doesn't it, or something? Because, it, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. And so it's not sensible, but it, you know, I'm not going to change all that. But I think it was the eating late and not... Because definitely walking first thing in the morning, getting the sun. That was Pauline Cox a while ago uh, told us that and on, on her blog, in her blog, so I should say. Um, oh, God, it makes a massive difference. Ten minutes of walking first thing in the first thing in the morning, not, you know, any time of the day, yeah. first thing in the morning, because it sets off your whatever it is for the evening, melatonin, serotonin, <laughs> not very good at science. Owning. Some own. kind of owning. I was never any good at science. Well, she were, weren't you? No, I was rubbish at science. Oh, I thought you knew your stuff. No, God, no, no you sound terrible. like you do. No, I, I like ologies, <laughs> but that's only for I did archaeology. <laughs> no, I can, I can say the words. I don't necessarily understand oh, them. Oh, yeah, I see, because you, re- yeah, you just read all about it and yeah. then pretend you know. Well, yeah. it sounds good. Yeah. Always available for voiceovers. <laughs> anyway, look, we, we? we should get our guest on because we've been talking about, you know, getting our health on mm. track. It's New Year and, you know, lots of people are starting diets. and But what I think... One of the things that we've both agreed is one of the fundamental things to make us feel good is sleep. And when that doesn't happen, we feel kind of rubbish. Mm. So let's hope she's sparkling and full of vitality because I'm feeling a little lacking on the energy side here. So let's welcome yeah, I in. I can't even speak, I'm so tired. <laughs> and also, I probably talk over you. <laughs> no <There> comment. Anyway. Oh, asleep. Sorry, my wakey wakey. Well, why don't you introduce our guest then? Get on with oh, it. Oh, I'm not brave enough, you know that. You are. Go on. Who is it? It's Sally Gunnell. And here she is. Had to get the long story, did. <laughs> so, our guest today is Sally Gunnell, OBE, who during a golden 24 month period between 1992 and 94 won every international event open to her, claiming Olympic Games, World Championship, European Championship. Commonwealth Games, Goodwill Games, IAAF World Cup and European Cup goals in the 400 metre hurdles event and breaking the British, European and world records. What a legend. She remains the only female British athlete ever to hold four major track titles concurrently. 
But since retiring from international athletics, Sally has developed a new career path as a keynote speaker and well-being advocate. She's married to athlete John Biggs and has three boys. She's authored four books and with John, she's created Optimise Your Age, which brings all the ways that they've tried, investigated and embraced to look after themselves. And they want to share these with everyone. And today she's going to share them with us. Welcome, Sally. Hello. Hi. Gosh, you've got a whole list of medals going on you're reminding me about. Oh, well, <laughs> I remember you so much so from, well, well, from 92. 92. We're that showing our age, aren't we? Yeah. That was the year yeah. I got married, actually. So I remember all those games and, yeah, it was oh. amazing what you achieved. It really is. Thank you. Feels like yesterday, not, what, 30 years ago. It's mad, isn't it? Crazy. 30 years ago. My goodness. So tell us a bit more about Optimise Your Age. What's that all about? Yes. I mean, it's been a, it's been an interesting little journey. And I guess, you know, well-being and health has always been part of my life. And it was always, you know, when I was running, it was always about those little tiny things that you added in around, you know, I don't know, recovery or uh, what you were eating straight after you trained and all those things that actually made the difference at the end of the day. And and I think as I was sort of, you know, starting to age, you realise just how your body's changing and all the things that I used to be able to do. um, You know, it wasn't I couldn't do them. I just had to adapt and just you know, and I think yeah, my body has always been, it fascinated me and just generally, you know, just amazing what it can do, um, but also amazing how we need to protect it and how we have to move with it almost, you know, mentally and physically. Um, and it's just really about, optimise your age is just really about, you know, how can we still be active and healthy? And, and a lot of what I look about is preventative sort of stuff, which is really, really important. And that's where I want to go with it all. I like to ask the question because you know you say preventative, but you know you you are obviously very fit and always been very fit. Someone like myself who perhaps has come to exercise a bit later um, than I should have, and I you know I'm trying to really get myself fit now. My joints have really played up um, recently, so it's stopping me um, doing exercise. So when you say preventative, you know for people who aren't like me and left it too late, what what would you suggest? I think it's never too late. So, you know, I think, um, you know, it's about finding something that you enjoy when it comes to exercise and activity and putting that into your life. And and that can be, at, you know, any level. So it, it doesn't really matter what it looks like. And I'm sure we'll go into to that later on. Um, when it comes to, to joint pain, you know, <laughs> I have days when, you know, I'm still aching and, and whatever else. But I also take on board, you know, often it's because I've not drunk enough water that my joints are a little bit achy. And that's the sort of preventative bit that I sort of do and think, well, you know, maybe I should adapt it today and just go swimming or go for a walk or take a day off or, you know, eat. You know, maybe I need to have some more olive oil or, you know, just adapting how how you're sort of feeling. And I think the preventative for me is like, well, you know, I, I want to be as, as active as I can. I don't want to have, you know, too many aches and pains. And I know it's important that we keep our muscles strong. This is the biggest thing that I've learned as we age is just how our muscle strength just goes. You know, it's just scary. You know, my muscles are just falling off almost. So that's sort of like a real area that I've sort of 
you know, made sure that I've, I've done more of is to make sure that my muscles are strong. So that's the preventative piece, which, you know, if we've got nice, strong muscles, we can get up and down out of the chair. We can still get up off the floor. Um, you know, we, I know that if I've got strong thighs, that my knees don't hurt so much, or, you know, I'm able to support my sort of my hips and things like that. And how important to keep the muscles in the core for my back and, and those sorts of things, the preventative stuff. So um, the aches and pains, yes, you are going to have a certain amount of it, but often it is linked to not eating the right food or, um, you know, recovery or, as I sort of said, you know, hydration and things like that at the same time. So I think it's always good to do that and to keep those muscles strong to, to support all those ligaments and joints which is you know where that sort of you know as we age that's what sort of is we're going to have part of that aren't we that's just nature that's natural that our bodies are going to have you know just types of you know arthritic joints in a certain sort of way I mean I suppose if they scanned us all we'd all be all sorts of different things so it's trying to keep all those ligaments and joints to help support it and movement is so important as well. And of course you know with perimenopause and menopause that can affect the way that your joints ache. We spoke to Anthea Turner some time ago now and she mentioned to us about a DEXA scan which is more for bone density but we definitely sort of advocate that if you've got osteoporosis in the family or you feel like you need a benchmark, um, sometimes it's available on the NHS, sometimes you've got to go private. But osteoporosis really is a worry for a lot of women as they age. Would you recommend taking a test before you start exercising to make sure that you can keep your bones healthy and you can see the difference that you're making through exercise? Yeah, I mean, I think, again, it's a natural thing. I think, you know, I, I took my 92-year-old mother to have, because she had got knee problems, and she had uh, an injection in her knee. I think it was a cortisone injection in her knee. And the arthritic specialist said, you know, as soon as we get to, I don't know, in our 60s and 70s, we should be on vitamin D and calcium tablets. Whoever you are, you know, your bone density is going to be, you know, it, it, it's going to be a problem. So, um, you know, I think that's one thing we need to have a look at and, and, and take on board. Um, for me, I know that, you know, bone health, uh, and I do, I do a lot of work around bone health because it is massive. Um, and I get lots of people, you know, writing and asking questions all about it. Um, the, the best way is to keep our bones strong is to do exercise which you know you're, you're pounding almost I know it sounds awful but it's like so something like weights is good so you're using your body weights but you're pushing through so um something like you know you know walking or running or um you know going up hills and things like that going across trainers bikes things like that anything that we're actually moving our body is going to help strengthen our bones so I think in our way in our mind we have to think like that um, there are other tests out there and I've done some work with a company called Osteolab actually who do a pre-test before you go and have a DEXA scan to see if um, you know what your bone health is like and that's a simple little thing that you can do at, at home so you don't have to go to your doctors to get 
you know, to go and get a Dexter scan or anything like that. It's sort of a pre sort of test to see whether you could have it at some point and whether you've started that. So I think that's a great way if people are worried about it. Um, but yeah, it is very, very common. And I think it's something that we need to take seriously. Um, because as we age, you know, our bodies are going to get weak. And if we start falling over and we have, we're not exercising, um, that's when we're going to have big issues of, you know, fracturing bones and hips and things like that. So this is where we're looking at that preventative sort of thing. So, you know, I think now as, as we're all in our menopause at this sort of age in our 50s and often in, in late 40s now, isn't it? I think it's, it, it's thinking of that sort of way. And I think, again, you know, getting it doesn't have to be heavy weights, but just getting you know, even your own body weight and doing some squats and um, press ups against the wall or something like that is all great ways to prevent, you know, bone issues as we age. And of course, it's not for everybody, but HRT um, has been proven to to help guard against osteoporosis. Are you an advocate of HRT or... Do you know, I, I am. I wasn't. I was, I've always been a very, very natural person. I've always, you know, I suppose it's my sport, tried to do everything through eating and, and other ways and all of those sorts of things. But I think it's been amazing the knowledge that we now have around the menopause. And, you know, I, I came from a you know, background where you didn't really talk about things like that. You didn't talk about periods, you didn't talk about menopause, all of those sorts of things. And I think it's just brilliant how we're now, we've got so much knowledge um, around it. And now when I look back, um, you know, probably the last sort of six years and, and actually realise that, you know, I had some sort of eye issue and I now realise, well, that's probably stopped now because I'm coming out of my menopause. It's sort of like, well, that was probably linked to that. And there's so many little things around sleeping, around, you know, hot sweats when I was off working, anxiety, all of those sorts of things. And I'm very much, you know, I'm not person to put up with them. Um, I always think there's got to be a way and, and um, you know, I don't want to be like this. And it's affecting who I am as an individual. And and that's when I turned to HRT. And it has been amazing. And, um, yeah, I'm sleeping so much better. Um, and the hot sweats and just, I just, yeah, much more confident. And when, you, you know, when you're having to stand on stage and talk to people, you know, the anxiety that I was starting to feel, um was an awful sort of feeling. But now, you know, the enjoyment of it all has come back. And I think, you know, I am a big advocate, but it isn't for everybody. And I, you know, and I think it has to be a real personal journey. Everything like this to do with your own well-being has to be a holistic look at it. And, and it has to be your own journey that you believe in. Did you know menopause symptoms have been directly linked to the gut microbiome? The fluctuating and declining sex hormones cause disruption to the gut microbiome and this affects the metabolism of hormones, digestion and absorption of essential nutrients, leading to the symptoms we experience. On top of this, gut health is linked to our cardiovascular and brain health. Improving gut health through targeted probiotics and diet can significantly change your experience of menopause and improve second half health and wellness. 
The Better Gut is the flagship product of Better Menopause, the first probiotic that has been specifically designed for women in peri and menopause, with six science-backed strains of bacteria that target anxiety, sleep, weight, inflammation, vaginal health, urinary health, hot flushes, night sweats, bloating, constipation and immunity. Try The Better Gut today to support you through a better menopause. Visit thebettermenopause.com to find out more. With delivery straight to your door and the supplements coming in convenient, portable packaging, they'll easily blend into and support any busy lifestyle. Sign up to their newsletter and join their thriving community. And right now, you can receive 15% off your first order with our special code 2WOMEN. Go to www.thebettermenopause.com. Worried about your bone health? Want to know if you are at risk of developing osteoporosis? Then why not take an OsteoTest? OsteoTest is a simple, safe and effective urine test which can be taken at home, avoiding the need to attend hospital or be exposed to x-rays. Developed by German scientists and clinically proven, it is the quick and easy way to understand the current status of your bone health, enabling you to take action before it's too late. Simply order a kit online, follow the instructions provided and return the sample. Approximately 21 days later, a comprehensive personalised report will be available for you to download. One in three women over the age of 50 develop osteoporosis. Why not take control of your bone health and order an osteotest online today at www.osteolabs.co.uk. And I pick up on sleeping. Um, you mentioned it a couple of times there. It's such a problem for midlife women. I don't think I know of anybody who can put their hand up and say, I get great quality sleep all of the time and I feel great. It affects everything. It affects your relationships. It affects your your mood. It affects your health. Um, I know that you've done a lot on sleep and I'd love to know your tips on how we can try to get a good night's sleep, whether that's taking supplements or, you know, putting the phone down two hours before you go to bed what what are your top tips there? It is, and it is it's so so important, you know. And I always say, you know, I'm probably the grumpiest mum out when I haven't had enough sleep. And um, you know, again, going back to my you know running days, it was when your body recovers. You know, it's when your brain thinking time. Um, so I knew then that the importance of sleep was so critical. Um, and it's hard as you get into, you know, as you age and all of a sudden, you know, you're having your eight, 10 hours sleep and you're like, hang on a minute. Um, and, you know, realising a lot of that was because of, yes, the hormones. Um, but also I think it is, it's about creating a good sleeping environment, I always say. You know, it has to be looked at lots of little things again. Um, so I, I do, personally, there's little things. I try and eat a bit earlier in the evening. I know if I've eaten 8.30, 9 o'clock, can't always be helped. Um, but I know eating a little bit earlier, that's something that I've tried to do. One, it helps my sleep. Two, I then stop eating and I sort of, Try not to snack all night then. And I think that's good for keeping, you know, weight down and things like that. Um, so I think that's a really good thing because then your body's, you know, done all the digesting and it's starting to slow down um, and your heart rate sort of comes down often as well if it's not having to keep digesting everything in the body. Um, I do have to get away from the phone. You know, it's so easy to sit there, isn't it, and watch television and 
you know, go on social media and it's very active in the evening. So I have to be very strict about it. Um, other things I do is I'll ha always have a bath before I go to bed, create a nice, relaxed atmosphere. Um, I do watch telly sometimes. My husband's a big telly watcher in bed, but often I would read a book because I know that within about 15 minutes I've sort of gone. But do you know what? I do have good nights and bad nights. Um, I'm getting more good nights than I used to, but every now and again, you know, you get that busy brain, something's gone on or, you know, you're having to deal with something in your mind and that does make it hard. And I just try not to get stressed about it. Um, I often would wake myself up. I often put a little pad next to my bed, write something down that I'm thinking. So I've dumped it over there. I find that helps because I sort of think, God, I've got to try and remember that in the morning or whatever. So I find that helps. Um, often would get up, go for a little walk and then come back down and go to bed. Do you know the other thing I do is I often put headphones in and I will listen to a podcast, you know, or a book or something. And it just... I don't know, it just takes my mind off and I just sort of fade away and I quite like that. So that's sort of something else that I've tried doing. How about supplements? I've tried magnesium and CBD. Have you tried anything, Liz? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, Do you know, there's um, magnesium in your bath. So my, I put in my bath, I often put magnesium flakes, like salt flakes. Oh, Epsom salts. In your, yeah, oh, Epsom salts, yeah. yeah. And um, there's there's some sort of some sort of specialist ones as well. Often do that. That's quite a nice way, and and it is often linked to you know magnesium and things like that. So yeah, that's another thing to try. So I think it's about trying everything, um, but but making sure that you do. Yeah, we respect our sleep and we realise how important it is, um, and you know, just finding ways and trying to create that sort of good sleeping environment and getting into that bit of a routine. And I, and I know often, you know, if I've, I don't know, weekends and I've had too much wine, you know, that totally, I go off to sleep, lovely, but then I wake up at two o'clock. Yeah, you get that um, sugar spike, don't you, around exactly. about two or three o'clock. Yeah, so I, it's often linked, isn't it, to things that we've either eaten again or we've drunk or things like that and and that's fine, isn't it? You know, I'm, I'm not, you know, saying that we've all got to give up all these nice things in life, but it's sometimes going, oh, well, I know why. And, you know, that's fine. It's the weekend or whatever else. And I'll get back on it, you know, Sunday, Monday. So it's fine. So. And I think sometimes if you try and fight it during the night, as you say, if you can't do a brain dump and get, get it written down on a post-it note or, so, or something, but if you fight it, it just gets worse. And actually in the summer, it's not so bad. You can get up and I don't mind getting up at... 4.35 in the morning and sit, sitting and just watching the sunrise. I, I kind of actually love that. But if you're not getting sleep, you also need to find time to rest, don't you? Um, one of the things that I've really adopted since I went on a little city break to Stockholm is fika. Um, I don't know if you've come across it, but Swedes multiple times in the day, at least once in a day, they'll sit down with a cup of coffee and a friend and they won't be multitasking. I think we're all guilty of that, aren't we? Doing the multitask, being on the laptop, having a cup of tea, you know, maybe watching TV and, I don't know, doing all these things. We're too busy in our lives. We are too busy. Exactly. And do you know what? It's a little power nap. You know, I think it's good to teach yourself that. 
Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, isn't it? If you're on a train, you know, often I'll have a little snooze because you, you can or whatever. Or someone's driving me, I'll have a snooze in the back of the car. You know, that's again, that was something that we had to do with running is, you know, we used to have a two hour sleep in the afternoon when we were training. Um, so, you, you know, for recovery. So because it was so important. So, you know, teach yourself to have little power naps. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. How do you teach yourself? Because my daughter is brilliant. At, she's not 25 now, but, you know, she's brilliant at power napping. I just can't do it. I just lie there and my brain's going down <laughs> around. Well, I think sometimes you don't have to always go to sleep, but it is about, you know, going to sit down and read a book or, I don't know, put, a you know, some sort of silly television programme on in the afternoon, isn't it? Sometimes it's just stopping. And, and if you just allow yourself to do that, if you've got the time and you can, I mean, my biggest thing is I don't allow myself to do that. And I don't know about you, but um you know I'm always charging around and my husband's he's brilliant at it he'll go and have a little you know doze or whatever watching the Formula One on a Sunday afternoon you know what I mean before we know and he's just and I'm always on the go there's always something but I've had to train myself to try it and do it and, and to just to stop and I don't know what it is maybe it's us as women, I don't know there's always something to do in the house isn't there there's always washing to put on or something or other and and I'm, I'm having to be really strict with myself and say, right, my jobs are done um, and just allow yourself that time and the space. But I do have to force myself. I'm not good at it. But we do perform better when we when when we are more rested. I find that literally changing the pattern of my breathing, I can usually get to sleep for a power nap within about 40 seconds. Can you? Oh, yeah. I can't I, imagine that power. with you. I've never seen your power. I've never seen you stop. <laughs> No, I do. That's the thing because I'm always on the go and I'm sort of multitasking and racing the clock all the time. I do allow myself a power nap and I love it. And it, you know, my husband works late, we get up early. There's not a lot of time in between. So if I didn't take a 20 minute nap in the afternoon quite often, I, I honestly don't think I'd be able to function. And you know the the power of breath work. Um, you know it is. It's a it's a great way. I mean that's that's you know I've forgotten about that almost a great way of, you know, just listening to your breath and just slowing it down to get you in in that sort of you know self state and also to deal with sort of stress. I mean it's. It, I now realise and I never, but that's what I used to do on the start line or in the call room, and and I did it just naturally and I've just sort of looked into it as I've got older and just the understanding of what it actually does to calm you and and to get you in a good positive state and nobody knows you're doing it and it can be done in five minutes you know and it's not massive sort of technique isn't it but it is it's a great way of just I don't know if you're in the office all day, um, you know, just take five minutes to do a bit of breath work. It's incredible. And, and, you know, it doesn't have to be much. It's just sort of slow breathing in, isn't it, through the nose and then out through your mouth, hold for a couple of seconds and then just slowly breathing out. But you can just feel the oxygen almost getting into the brain and then just slowing it down. So, yeah, that's all I do. I often do that before I go out on on stage as well, of just calm everything down. And it becomes a bit of a muscle memory as well. It's a trigger to your brain, like, okay, I'm going to breathe in such a way. This is your this is your trigger to know that to slow down everything. It, it, it's I'm really powerful. Try. Why didn't you tell me about this? <laughs> it's my little secret. It is. My that's secret why she can weapon. do so much. I, I 
Never even thought about doing that. You really? know, you hear about meditation, all that, but I, but not just. Well, I can't do yoga. I'm hopeless at yoga because my brain is too busy. It won't let me relax. But this this breathing thing. Gosh, if you can do it, anyone can do it. I <laughs> <laughs> and I find meditation really hard. You know, it doesn't come easy, and I, you know, I need to stick it a bit more. But I find that hard. But breath work is just so much easier. Yeah, so, me- yeah. meditation for me is just um, time when I can write a list in my head. No, I'm going to try that then. The, the, the breathing, because I really, I, I've tried meditation. It doesn't work, but five minutes, I think I can do. I can find five minutes in my day. <laughs> Ah, you've got some brilliant ideas there. Where do you see your website and your platform going? You know, in in midlife, it's so fantastic that you can change what you're doing. You've been an Olympic athlete. Now you're sort of a, a well-being advocate. Where do you want to take it to? Um, who knows? I mean, I think for me, it's I, I always looked at different stages of my whole career and I feel like I'm just starting you know, a whole new sort of stage of my life, really. And and I think that is all around, you know, we are all going to live longer because of, you know, medicine and and just the science that we all know. Um, And I think there is this whole piece about, you know, what can we be doing in our 50s, 60s, 70s, 90s, you know, to to keep ourselves as fit and active and how does the body change, speaking to the specialists, you know, just, you know, when I when I ran, I, I got the best people in to help me. You know, I, I, I don't know anything, um, but I knew I needed help and support. And I think it's the same way now. It's about asking the specialist, getting that advice and being able to be a, a voice in, in so many ways to be able to pass it on, trial it ourselves. You know, John's finding it himself. My husband coming in from a, you know, a male side of things, you know, he's finding it just as challenging because you know he comes from the mindset and we've got three boys where it's always you know got to keep up you know with them and I've got to do this and and he's not able to so he's a a, you know he's really adjusting and we've had a a couple of friends that have had you know been in their 50s and 60s with heart issues and um, it's quite scary so um, you know we're adapting things that way as well and what we can bring in so passing that sort of knowledge on so um, and I think lots of people now are much more interested in um, you know they know they've got to look after themselves and um, you know they're, they're now getting that knowledge that you know so much of our health issues are because of our lifestyles and you know and and they want to be as active and as healthy as they can and, and and just taking that knowledge on and just making those sorts of changes really. And I, and I always say to people, they don't have to be massive changes in their lives, you know, just little tiny things can can go such a big way. And I think that's that's the way to look at it and make it achievable. Prevention is better than cure, isn't it? So Sa- so Sally, where can people find your website and find you on social media to follow? your great tips and advice uh well just get on to sallygarnell.com or on instagram facebook we're there or optimize your age have a look at that and um yeah just have a look at all the latest info and um we just just about sharing it and and we're always asking for people for advice little tips like you've given today all help to for us all to be able to make that decision brilliant thank you so much sally gunnell Wonderful. Thank you. Did you find that useful? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. 
it's practical advice. I mean, there's a lot of it on her website, which I'd already been through. But yeah, I mean, it's things that we should be doing anyway. We should be thinking about giving ourselves some decent quality sleep. We should be giving ourselves some rest time during the day. It's all like obvious, but not obvious. Yeah, but you, you said have it's to all... allocate time. Yeah, but you see, it's obvious to you. But I learned a lot. I really did because I, you know, I, you know, I'm running around like a headless chicken doing nothing almost. But the the bit when you talk about the breathing, I mean, I just I can't do meditation. It's just just my brain would be going too fast. But five minutes of just deep breath. It's not I, even five minutes for me, honestly. And you and you go to sleep. Yeah, but the, the, I I didn't realise I was doing it until a few years ago because my husband can never sleep. And I said, well, just you know, two or three deep breaths right before you go to sleep. And, and he's like, off. Yeah, well, no, he's not. He's not, unfortunately. But for me, that's all I need. But that's the busy brain. She mentioned about the busy brain. That is my biggest problem. I can sleep if I don't have, you know, something on my mind. But if I have something on my mind, I might as well just stay up all night. We've all got something on our minds pretty much all of the time, haven't we? But I suppose it's just cutting through the noise. Um, And even if you don't fall asleep for the whole night, you know, you've got to prioritise, I would say. Prioritise rest and sleep. So that you can function properly, and you know, be mm. that through, you know, taking CBD. I've found that has helped. Um, magnesium tablets about an hour before bed that has helped. Some people do magnesium spray on their feet or the bath. I mean, the you're bath, a big yeah. oh you yeah, and I love do have, a bubble bath in the winter more. Well, my Epsom salts bath on, and that does help. It's true. But what I discovered recently though, also, it's just lovely, clean, fresh sheets. Oh my gosh! I wish I could have them every morning. You know, every day, yes. every night having would be amazing. But I don't. I haven't got the time or the inclination. We really have invested in good bed sheets because mm. that does make it. James travels so much and he's so used to hotel bedding. <laughs> yes. And the chocolate on the pillow at night. Right. Well, he's not going to get that at home. That's he gets sure. you. He gets me. Um, yeah, but that's for him feeling that nice cold cotton mm. flat sheet and a really, really good pillow. And a good, uh, what do you call it, mattress topper. Oh, a mattress we topper, the, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. They, that makes a big difference. We don't but, invest enough in sleep. When you think how much we might spend on a bottle of wine, which won't help us sleep, or we might spend on a dress, which yeah. won't help us sleep. Mm. But if we invested in sleep, that is really, really good for our health, our well-being, our relationships, our cognitive ability. Like, total oh, no-brainer, really, isn't it? But we just don't prioritise it. We don't, we don't put it to the top of the list. We don't. We, you know, you go. Oh, I'm going to bed now, and then that's it. You don't think you should plan your bedtime. That's plan what it, you're yeah. saying, you know. And, and but yeah, no. So that was good. Yeah. And as for my joints, well, yeah, I'm learning. Well, you've still got to do the weight bearing I exercise am. Am. because you know wherever you are now, you, as Sally said, you can still improve the situation. Yeah. And as I've always said, you know, couch to five k, anything that you do that is not just sitting and watching TV is still better than sitting on the sofa. Yeah, I don't sit on I don't sit, I barely watch I'm TV. I'm not really talking about you. No, no, as but such, I'm saying, but, but I'm always running around. But my knees are a problem. But it was interesting. She said it comes from the hip. And do you remember a few weeks ago, I said my hip, my, I just had that sharp pain down my side. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is my hip. I need to go yeah. and see someone to work and out what's some squats. squats. Squats during the adverts. <laughs> that's another <laughs> story completely. <laughs> anyway, that's all from us this week. And we'll be back soon. So um, do check us out. Always a great blog on our website, which is www.twomenchatting.com You never do the dot, do you? Oh, God, you'll have to. No. www.twomenchatting.com Okay, see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Women Chatting with our special guests. 
If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a rating and review. Even better, share with your friends. And please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. There's a link on our Instagram bio and Facebook pages.